the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. Yeah, Al, you'll have to help us. We're hearing ourselves. Hello, Milton. Hello, Jerry. Oh, there we go. (laughs) That was fun. Was that? Did you enjoy that? Yeah. I didn't, though. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, welcome to Millburgers Gardening. Stop doing that. That sounds horrible. All right. <laughs> welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. We're live here at Millburgers at 1604 on Verde Road where uh, the... We're uh, the answer. Why are you doing it that way? <laughs> I don't understand what you're doing. We're the answer. Man. Uh, what? Is that uh, what something is, new? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I kind of like that. Jerry's Jerry's scaring me now. Yeah. Did you did you take your medication? Well, I, no, I didn't this morning. Uh oh. That might explain some of this. All right. Well, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Look at all the chilling out here. Yeah. We got, you, you turned my deal off. Oh, uh, I turned your what? Uh. <laughs> no. It doesn't echo anymore. Hello. Okay, I'm not sure what's what's happening with you. Um, okay. But yes, we have uh, the, all the kids are lined up for the balloons and the balloon animals, the balloon artist. There's face painting over at the far right-hand side of your radio. And guess who's here? Santa Claus. Oh, Santa's I, here. I thought you were going to say Trace. No, Trace is Trace uh. is here too, but uh, no, Santa's here and doing pictures, and people are enjoying that. You'll hear the little red choo choo go chugging by, so we're having a good time. If you have kids or grandkids, bring them over to Millburgers today or tomorrow. Yeah, you'll yeah, have fun. Yeah, the little girl can beat her. You said her, her. Yeah, with her brother with the uh, balloon. No, the balloon her candy. Daddy, candy. she was beating her daddy. With oh, it. was she? Okay. Oh, it's gonna pop if he keeps hitting it on the ground like that. Oh well. All right. 210-308-8867. Grandpa can't make him pose. He's like, <laughs> no, he's trying. He's, he's out there trying to get Non-entity in the, uh, in the discussion. <laughs> uh, that's that's an interesting balloon. They've got a, a candy cane. Yeah, it looks like a, yeah, it's a candy cane. It's a sword. Yeah. It's a, and they've got kind of a, a reindeer handle. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but it's a candy cane sword. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. She's did you want to get? Did you want to do right, the face painting yeah. this year? There's no, there's no age limit on the the face painting if you want to do it. Are you sure? They've aged me out of everything. No, I think the face painting or the balloon animals, you're okay. <laughs> well, how do they deal with all that extra 
paint a face that has no, to be painted. No, they got painted. plenty of paint. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-oh, they pushed my forehead back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or I, I thought maybe they do like your your roof with your satsumas. They there you roll, go. roll down some plastic <laughs> or something and limit the size of the... <laughs> it yeah. has to be painted. These, these kids are pure down there. Yeah, they're having fun. All right, so uh, where should we start off with the garden talk? Oh, I have an idea, too. I'll, I'll let you. Maybe we'll do this tomorrow. But uh, I was trying to think of ideas for uh, Christmas gardening gifts, and then I thought maybe you guys or our listeners could chime in with, no. like, the best Christmas garden gift they got. No. No? <laughs> okay. But my column next week will be... Christmas gifts. There oh, good. Go. Okay. For the gardener. Good. So and you want you want to wait till next week, and we'll give them some time to think about it, because then they can read the article. Well, I, think and, the, I think there's enough topics to t- talk. Uh, oh, if you yeah. get anybody that gets get some ideas. Have you written the article already? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking our listeners could give you some ideas too, but okay. Well, if you want to, Jerry doesn't want to do it. I was gonna I was gonna mention too to. Uh, that uh, the broccoli, cauliflower. All right. It, it, cauliflower did exactly happened, huh? the way I explained it, you know. <laughs> Last week. Yeah, yeah I, week. I, I had noticed the broccoli was re- ready, so I said, well, I better check on the cauliflower because it always sneaks up. And sure enough, there it was. Right but it was, ca- it was big. Oh, is that big? Yeah, it's as, wow. lar- it's as large as the uh, broccoli. Oh, good. Looks good. And was it uh, covered? The leaves covering it? Uh, yeah, kind of until you got kind of the look yeah, at the yeah. angles. That's yeah. where you want it to be. Yeah. Unless yeah. you want the uh, uh, yellow cauliflower. Yeah. You know, there there was a time. Tastes <laughs> just as good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we got a call. Really? Give me a call. Man. I'm going to give a, you a call. A, on a phone? Well, on the phone. Richard's <laughs> on the line. Got a grape question. 210 210- 308-8867. Hey there, Richard. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Good, Question good. Is, What's going on? What time, of, what time of year can I plant grapes? And let me tell you what I want them for. I don't want the grapes themselves. I want the leaves. Apparently, all the recipe books I have say that's the secret to keeping fermented pickles in a barrel crisp while they're <laughs> fermenting. Really? I may, may do it. Uh uh, we, they got they got grapes for sale here at Millburgers. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if you just want the leaves, I would try uh, the Champanelle. It's it's a leaves are fairly large. And, and are, is that uh, by transplant or by seed or how does that work? Because I've never tried grapes before. It's transplant. Well, yeah, it's a rooted. <laughs> It's a rooted cutting, but it's it, they're they're larger. And what uh, time of year can I find these? Oh, uh, probably January, February. Yeah, I was wondering is it, and is that when he should plant them too? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but I, I, you could probably find Champanelle, uh You know, some some uh, uh, left over in stock, but you'd have to look for them. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if Millburgers got any or not. They got a lot of citrus. They got a lot of uh, fruit plants. Well, in the old days, you'd know for sure that there was champanel. But I, yeah. you're right. I haven't. I'm not remembering whether I've seen any in a long, a long time. 
Uh, uh, we'll, uh, I'll try to remember to look. Back well, there. I can look through my handy dandy deal right here. Fruit trees, so if he came, pears, and grapes. If they've got them and he comes today, uh, would he plant them now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can plant them now. They're, oh, gosh, they're yeah. in the. Well, he doesn't list. Uh, he lists Victoria Red. I don't see any of the old fashioned grapes. Well, then you might. I, I, I guess the other question would be, since, around, I just want, uh, since I just want the leaves, can they be grown in a container so that way I can bring them in over winter mm. if I plant them now? Oh, uh, well, Champanel may take over the house, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a vigorous grower. Uh, they have a big enough container, though, I guess they produce. Yeah, I guess you could do that. You'd, you'd have to, what you'd have to do if you grew it, you got a greenhouse, or are you just going to grow it by... Sunny window. No, I, I got some containers that I use called earth boxes. That's what I usually plant oh, in. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you could plant. Uh, usually, every usually they have champanel or black and black Spanish over here, but I don't see them in my listing. Now, when, with uh, with grapevines, they prune severely every year, so yeah. so you could probably get. Number of years survival, even in a container. Yeah. The bigger well, the container, the more, the longer would, and the more productive. <laughs> if you, I, depending on how many leaves you need. <laughs> but what you what you need to do on on that, uh, if you find a champanel, uh, and you, uh, I think that would be the best one. As I remember, that's the biggest leaf. Uh, I think you're referring to those. The Europeans uh, grow specific uh, specific grapes for that use. Oh, for the use, oh. and they they wrap. Uh, they make a yeah, they, hamburger meat and stuff in them. Yeah, the in the Greek, think in the Greek dishes. They what? No. What did you say? In the Greek dishes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, All right, folks. I guess I'm going to wonder, for a champanel then. Yeah. What, okay. What what uh, what you need to do when you after you plant it, uh, you might have to cut the root back a little, roots back a little bit, but don't worry about that. You won't kill champanel. But uh, as it starts to grow vigorously, uh, you'll want to prune the shoots uh, almost at monthly. To keep them close to the close to the deer. See, Champanel wants to, and most of the grapes like that, want to make a long vine. Well, if you're growing it in that bo- little box that you got, uh, is, is it going to be on a patio or is it on a? In the It'll house? be in full sun. Oh, okay. But it's not going to be in the ground. It's going to be in one of those little boxes. Uh, you're in an apartment building or, or no. what? There's a house. It's a big, big, giant backyard. It gets full sun. Okay. Uh, like I say, uh, Champanel and uh, Black Spanish will grow in our alkaline soils, do extremely well. So if you want to put it in the soil, regardless how rocky and nasty it is. And then, and then when you get tired of it after five years you can just spend three or four years 
finding it and they're dis- <laughs> they're destroying it. Yeah, that, it's probably it's pro- if you're doing an experiment like that, that's probably not a bad idea to do it in a container. Yeah, I want to hear about the pickles. Uh. <laughs> do you make your own pickles? I do. I got a uh, fermenting crock from Germany. It's primarily for sauerkraut, so it weighs about forty pounds. You put whatever you want to ferment in there, and it's got two stones that go on top. And you put a little salt water there, and it, the, the, the way the cover is, there's no bacteria that can get in it. You just leave it there for a couple of months, and then you got uh, fermented pickles. Very cool. I did that in my garbage. No, oh, stop some it. stuff in there. And... Do you grow your own cucumbers, too? or <laughs> When I can. Okay. Man, Richard's got it going on, garden one. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thanks for the information. I'll keep Thank you, Richard. You take care. All right, two one zero. Let us know how it turns out. Yeah, we want to hear if it works. Although I couldn't. Um, yeah, I wonder if you can get grape leaves someplace. Oh, H-E-B? I don't know. No. H-E-B's got everything. That's true. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. 866-308-8867. No one's yelled at us yet, Trace. Really? Uh, <laughs> I, I have to fix that. Uh, I know. I thought you'd be disappointed. I am disappointed. I was very specific. <laughs> maybe maybe he was pitying us. The train hasn't been by. Is the train you're on? Oh, it hasn't been by? I don't think Oh, been. then maybe I'm... Well, it's you know what? There. I don't think it's it has been... By. Oh, has it? Okay. Yeah, I promise. Yeah. Okay. I think maybe it was just me, and he was just pitying me. Mm-hmm. Well, Trace, what's going on here? Uh, everything. Yeah, a little of everything. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So we uh, Santa's here for another, what, an hour? Well, not quite an hour. Santa's uh, coming to Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? <laughs> I know him. <laughs> I know him. He'll be here to take pictures with all the All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. so, See, back at the station, they're excited. Yes, I guess so. <laughs> um, and there's a picture taker today. Yeah. He, Santa will be back tomorrow at 11 until 1. Yeah. And uh, we've got face painting. We've got... Bring your uh, own camera tomorrow. Balloon, yeah, bring your own camera tomorrow. Uh, balloon art's going on. She's making some really interesting red, white, yeah. and green yeah. uh, sword-looking things. Yeah, what would you call that? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a candy cane sword. Candy cane club. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what one little guy was using against his dad or his sister. I can't his remember. Dad. And I found out something. Uh, Santa's giving out uh, candy canes. Santa's giving out candy canes, yeah, too? I, is, I, saw, yeah. I see him with candy canes, the kids. <laughs> I saw one who was running about 30 miles per hour. With yeah. uh, <laughs> Please don't fall down. <laughs> hey, hey uh, you want to help us answer a question? We got Linda. She just popped up on the line. Sure. Linda is on the line, 210-308-8867. What's going on, Linda? Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. Um, I bought some wildflower seeds back in October, and I wanted to plant them then. And I was wondering if it's too late to do it now. No, ah, the, the, go ahead. everybody, uh, even the wildflower uh, companies, uh, delayed their plantings this because of the drought oh. uh, for for over a month. So, uh, and and we've got uh, I've got uh, some wildflower mix, uh, and I t- we've been talking, telling everybody if you're going to plant it now. Uh, moisten the soil 
pre, okay. pre oh, oh, that was loud. Pre moisten the soil. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and uh, so. Well, and the soil is is moist. Yeah, for a little. Relatively moist. That 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 those little sprinklings of rain we got is probably mm-hmm. moistened the soil enough. Well, what kind okay, of good. wildflower seed are they? It's an all-native Texas wildflower mix. Oh, good. Okay, that'll yeah. work. So I think I think it's a good one. <laughs> mix it. Uh, you got a package of them, right? Uh huh. Yeah. You, if you look at the package, you'll notice the little, little bitty seed go to the bottom, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so uh, mix it with sand. If you got some sand, uh, we oh. sell sand. We do sell sand. In the back? 40, I mean, 40 pound bag. Oh, geez. Well, 40 pounds of sand sounds like a lot. But it's, uh, it's not. <laughs> Sand's heavy, right? But uh, mix it with something. Okay. Uh, so, and in a bucket before you try to plant it. Because so if you don't, the little bitty seed of, is prob- that is probably. Uh, uh, but you'll, you'll have a really thick uh, wildflower. <laughs> yeah. It won't be large, but it'll be a thick leaf. So sand growing. is an option. And I heard one. I want to see what y'all think. Flower. Then they can actually see where they put it. Flower. Okay. That would probably oh, work. Oh, okay. Because it, okay. you know, it kind of holds the seed. Right. It would hold the seed, and then they knew exactly where they had sprinkled and where they hadn't. There you go. That'll work. Yeah. I think. And <laughs> after I... After I put the seeds out, do I, I just water it in? I don't need to worry about covering it up with dirt or anything like that. No, no, they will. They will okay. find a way. <laughs> okay. Uh, does God water them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, work them into the soil. It just takes a while. But, okay. Uh, yeah, right. that'll that'll work. Uh, I was trying to think of larkspur. Uh, those are a little bitty seed. And uh, they're probably on the bottom of your bag. Indian paintbrush is yeah, probably the smallest. Yeah, uh, if you don't, if you don't really treat larkspur well, they just won't uh, <laughs> come. Jad, Jad, we're ma- making fun of larkspur because they may, they, may have a clump of yeah, larkspur. They, they, once they start, they take over. They <laughs> take over a garden. <laughs> or you could come I by Calvin later and get some seedlings, right, Calvin? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yes. yes. Yeah. Get them. Get them planted. Yeah. Even even the watering uh, when the soil is relatively moist. And I think Milton, there was another forecast. No, oh, I can find out. Is uh, but I just think I think you're pretty good shape in terms of moisture at yeah. this point. Well, yeah, the top but, moisture. But you never, never have too much, of course. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Good to know. We're going to take a quick break. Be back in a moment. 210-308-8867. Already starting off with lots of good calls, so keep it up. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On good 9- song. Oh, good. I'm good glad Christmas you- song. Okay. 
210-308-8867. I don't think he's passed, does he? No, I don't think he has. Uh. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, a gift idea for you, especially if you're going to get someone a tree as a gift uh, here at Millburgers. Uh, make sure you pick up a tree hugger sprinkler as well. It's your best bet to keep that tree healthy and going and uh, keep the root ball moist, which is what that tree wants once it's been freshly planted. The tree hugger uh, sprinkler, if you haven't seen it, go to treehuggersprinklers.com. It's hard plastic. It's got a hinge on it, so it opens up. And then it hugs or closes around the tree. Uh-huh. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And then you turn on just a little bit. (laughs) Thank you. Wow, we have a new one. And uh, leave it on, and that tree hugger sprinkler will water just right there at the root ball very efficiently. And if you want to water further, you just turn it up a little more. There you go. All right. You'll find tree hugger sprinklers here at Mill Burgers and uh, HEB. And uh, you know what? Just uh, come get them uh, real quick and get a great Christmas gift for somebody. They'll thank you. They really will. It's a great item. All right. 210-308-8867. Gloria is on the line. What's going on, Gloria? Well, I have a, a ring right in the middle of my front yard, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I was told it might be a fairy ring. Is it a, is the the middle green or is it brown no. throughout? And the the grass has died in the middle part, and then it just keeps spreading. Is it low? Is it low in the middle? Uh, well, what do you mean low? No grass. Is the ground is the ground sink kind of low. Is it uh, the whole water? If, if we get water. Uh, if it rains, I guess it, it would be, but it's right under a, kind of under a tree, but there's a lot of sunlight that comes through the tree. Um, okay. Look, it's a big tree or? Oak tree. It's kind of between two big oak trees, but they're real. The leaves are kind of sparse, so a lot of mm. sun through it. It's okay. It, uh, <laughs> well, with with all with all those potential causes in there, it's kind of hard to decide. When did it show up? It's been there for years. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, well, I, th- I think it's related to the trees then. Uh, oh, because we've been we we've seen we've seen trees this this year because of the lack of water. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of. Uh, uh, dry areas. Yeah, they're generally not that nice concentric circle that you're talking yeah. about. But uh, but you you see, if you got shallow soil like most of our yards do, and mm-hmm. then you've got a tree that's growing and and is competitive, it, it generally uses up the water and the, sometimes the sunlight and yeah. the nutrients. I've got a. So the same thing in my front yard. Of course, it's always in the front yard. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and I, I had a circle up here, uh, and uh, it, it's been there for years, too. It's gotten a little bit larger, but what has filled it up is my oak sprouts, my lovely oak sprouts that uh-huh. I mow. And it looks like I've got a ground cover out there. Like Asian jasmine, right? Uh, but uh, I I never could make that spot go away. Yes, yeah, it's it's, fair. Where, it's where I I washed 
what I originally started it was I washed the back of my truck out, pulled it into the yard and washed the tr back end of the bed out. And uh, it's all of a sudden appeared and they've been there for years. But I, I don't know what that, what caused that, but uh, my oak sprouts solved the problem. Yeah. Do you have, uh, you got any, uh, where are you located? I mean, have you got a neighbor that's a master gardener or anything? Um, no, I don't think so. Or are you in? Uh, kind of on the south, in the Jupy area. And you're, in, you're Bear County, though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Off of W.W. White, between W.W. White and 410. Oh, that's pretty good soil out there, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you might you might want to call the uh, extension service and see if David has a master gardener out. David Rodriguez, the extension agent, has a master gardener out in that territory that yeah. can huh. kind of look and, and, you know, can assess all these things we've mentioned and figure mm -hmm. out if there's... You know, there, if there, you don't have much soil and you got some really nice, healthy trees, there may not be yeah. much there you can do. You got to choose between the trees and <laughs> green grass. But, uh, but it may be, be nice to have somebody take a look at it. Yeah, have you dug in that area? Um, not really. Okay. Well, like get a shovel and go out there and uh, uh, dig, especially where it's uh, spreading to. Okay. In other words, between the good grass and uh, the dead grass. Okay. And uh, see how deep you can sink the shovel and uh, uh, maybe dig some in the middle and see if that is, uh, is a problem. Oh, okay. Okay. Because we purchased this house about three years ago, and it's, they said oh. it's years, but it's, it's getting bigger. It's gotten a lot bigger. Yeah. You know. Well, probably because of the droughts. Right. We, you know, we had the worst drought in history. Yeah. You can uh, try a little experiment with the, uh, just watering the area every other day for a while, the hand watering. But uh, how, uh, do you, how do you water it? Do you have an automatic sprinkler? No, but I usually put the sprinklers on it. Oh, okay. You know, now, so it does. That, that, that hadn't greened it up, huh? Uh, not in the middle, but it, it, you know, it's green on the, around it, yeah. but then it's dying little by little toward the edges, you know, and just gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I we think, I think that's, uh, I think dig around and see how deep you can, uh, uh, sink a shovel in it. Oh, and okay. And, uh, see if it's a, a soil problem. Oh, Okay. But so do you, uh, <laughs> do you like a something, ma'am. Do you think it's fungus? No, I don't. I don't think so either. I don't think so. Yeah, you, you know, you're talking three years. You're talking in the midst of the trees. There's just a lot of things that yeah. that are not related. That usually related to fungus problem. Oh, and okay. You, you you might try to get some uh, some grass. You know, sod sod it. And uh, you had St. Augustine, I'm assuming. Right. Okay. Uh, you might want to get some uh, just pieces of St. Augustine 
and plant in that in that dead area. Yeah, we did. We planted some in it last year, but it didn't seem like it did very well. Yeah, well, last year nothing did very well. You know, it was, it was dry, almost impossible to keep things wet or moist. I'd get, okay. I'd give it another try. Okay. Good luck. How, okay. how, how far are you from Phoenix? Pretty uh, close. Pretty close to Phoenix. Yeah. Uh. See what they say. See what the boys say about it. Okay. All right. Thanks, Gloria. Okay, thank you. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Yeah, and we need to get that woman's attention so she can come back she, up. See, you know, she cornered a staff member and she oh. seems to get uh, Okay, maybe so. <laughs> All right, the, uh, uh, you know, is it time? Oh, you wanted me to get the weather, didn't you? Uh, and did you want to know, you know, just what's growing in Milton's garden? What is he talking about? I don't know. Isn't that a segment we have now? What's uh, growing in Milton's garden? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. uh, it's a shortened section yeah. because it's winter. Yeah. It's uh, the uh, standard Ruelia is looking gorgeous now. Oh, the the one that gets the tall, big, the big tall one, yeah. Mexican. After the freeze and the, with the drought and this yeah. this little rain that we've had, it's yeah, it's very happy. It's nice and looks good and full of blooms. Did you plant it or did the neighbors? It was six blocks no, away. No, no, it was there when Laura got in the house, so it just oh, okay. keeps coming back every year. Yeah, just just That's in that though. one location. Yeah, actually, it just stays there. I know y'all say. Yeah, <laughs> you just wait. Uh, <laughs> It'll be you know, some some night around 10 p.m. Oh, I got a uh, hey, we're the Ruelia. Let us lend. I've, I've got a neighbor that's had the same impact. I I think he's carefully uh, getting deadheads. A, yeah. Oh, that's smart. Because he's got hit growing with his yeah. uh, rose bed, and he's got this oh, wonderful goodness. fence to keep the deer out. But there there is the <laughs> roses. Uh, small bloom gray, ro- roses and uh, all his Mexican petunias there. And so far they have not crossed. I expect them to somehow get across the road and get into somebody else's. There you go. But uh, so far, nothing. Okay, weather forecast today, mostly cloudy, high near 66. Yeah, it's 61 nice. right now. That's nice. Mostly cloudy tonight with a low around 55. So That's okay. A slight chance of drizzle after midnight. Drizzle. Oh, tomorrow, mostly cloudy, high near 65. Uh, Sunday night, slight chance of drizzle around midnight. Areas of fog after midnight. Otherwise, mostly cloudy with a low around 60. Monday, mostly cloudy, high near 77. <laughs> yeah, the temperatures are going back up. I don't, I don't guess is I'll... It, is it summertime again? Or uh, I think it spring? might be. I don't, I don't guess I'll... Uh, <laughs> Need to need that fire, start that fire. Uh, I got Jeremy to put some bit of wood in my fireplace. So uh, oh, okay. when the cold weather comes, well, having that in the fireplace just makes you feel warm. Anyway. Oh yeah, it doesn't do much good for the house, but it's nice to look at. But uh, I'm putting all my ashes, wood ashes. Oh, I thought. Uh, 
thought there was a cremation going on. No, no, no. I put put all my ashes around my citrus trees uh, that 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 are we were waiting to see if they're <laughs> a rootstock or a, <laughs> or a, just a invader actual out uh, uh, actual satsumas. And every, everybody's been saying, what happened to your set? Are we going to have oranges this year? Oh. My granddaughter. <laughs> and she used to give them to her grandmother. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, and and Jeremy said, hey, where are those oranges we used to have over there? Man, everybody's giving you a tough time. I know it. Well, they get in the habit of getting yeah. something every year. Well, then, then they what about also you? forget about... What gives you oranges? <laughs> That's right. they, they, and you, I'm sure you discussed, too, the the February freezes and yeah. and all through the, you know, tried to show him where identity of the yeah. stems, <laughs> but only part of it sinks in. Yeah. <laughs> the important part, where are those oranges? Yeah, Greg Grant used to drive down and get his that soon yeah. the year. And uh, all of them are, are gone now. But we got some citrus here at Millburgers, and uh, I think it's on sale, isn't it? Let me look. No, it's for sale. Oh, I don't think it's on sale yet. Oh, okay. I think it says starting off at forty-four ninety-nine. Well, well the, yeah, that's right. They hadn't. We hadn't. Uh, Meyer lemon. They've got Meyer lemon, the best lemon for this area. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Trace, you want to talk a little bit about what else is going on? We mentioned. Uh, Santa's here, the pictures, the balloon animals. You got any Christmas trees? Uh, just uh, maybe 400. <laughs> About 400? Give or take. Yeah, of the best <laughs> Christmas trees in San Antonio. That I can attest to. Yeah, if you go someplace else, you're just kidding yourself. Just come here first, <laughs> 1604 on Boulevard Road. Check yeah. them out first because you'll come back. Every tree is fresh cut and displayed in water to maintain superior freshness that is exactly right yeah but that's not that's not true because i just wrote an article on live christmas trees that are are not fresh cut that are are oh, yeah. Yeah. trees that that you can get a dual dual use out of you can decorate them for the holiday yeah and they're appropriate uh, trees for that and then plus they make good landscape additions for your neighbor if you want to now they're not Certainly not as easy as uh, as the wonderful trees okay. that are cut, but uh, yeah. they're another option, and they're a lot. Of, they're a lot. They can be a lot of fun, and they can be real successful. Yep. All right, we're going to take a quick break uh, while we got a chance. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Look just like a summer day. There may not be snow in San Antonio, but it's a Texas Christmas to me. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Remember, uh, this Christmas, you can, uh, or maybe when New Year's is coming, you want to uh, do some uh, preventative stuff around your house. Maybe you've had some insect problems and just don't know how to get rid of them. You know what? Give Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control a call because Spider-Man will take care of that for you in the new year. Do a great job. They have been your web of protection in San Antonio since 1976. They are thorough. They'll look at everything. They'll look at the problem holistically. They'll get you involved in uh, kind of what to do and the choices that there are there. And uh, you know what? You're going to make a good decision and be happy. If you look at those reviews, you can see that people are very, very happy with Spider-Man. And you'll see why, too, because it, it really is sort of his approach is unique, um, and you'll see also that they had many, oftentimes had other people come out, and they called a second company when that didn't work. But when they finally call Spider-Man, then they get a company that works for them. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control online at GoSpiderManPest.com. And you can wish the birthday boy, Warren Remy, a happy belated birthday. <laughs> and remember... He's got the good stuff. He's got the stuff that works. You just have to ask. Hi. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yep, right around yeah, the side. There, yeah. They were asking about Santa. <laughs> All right. I asked about where Santa was. and uh, They told you'd left, tr- tr- huh? Trish wouldn't tell me where he was. No. That's sad. Ever since a couple years ago with you and Santa. <laughs> I, I think I, I broke broke his leg or something. Yeah, and you kept blaming on him. Well, Santa's fault. He said it first. He started. <laughs> I don't think. What did you get that that year for Christmas? Did you get coal? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. I told you. I got coal because I didn't get any wood. <laughs> or I didn't get any coal. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. Yeah. What else is going on? I'm trying to think of anything else. I have look look. Uh, Vinny is still doing okay. Vinny the Vinca. Really? I haven't pulled him up yet. Huh? But yeah, the uh, Porter weed is not not real happy with this cool weather. No. And uh, my my Vinca is kind of a mixed bag. Some of them look good, and some of them look terrible. It's kind of like uh, they've decided they they did a good performance this year. They were beautiful. And they're ready to rest now for for the season. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, but the pansies are going strong, and, and uh, <laughs> calendulas, snapdragons, and, and cyclamen, all of them. And are guess looking. what's on sale this week? Let me look. Okay. Uh, Chris, we mentioned my, the my, we my, made the, the fresh cut trees. My favorite violas. Oh, okay. And we were walking up here, uh, and. In the front entrance, uh, they've got some beautiful violas. That's the ones with the little bloom, little petunia blooms mm-hmm. on. I mean, pansy blooms on. And uh, they're they're four inch pots regularly a dollar fifty nine. Sell four for five dollars. Now why do they say five four for five dollars? 
We're trying to get you Tyler get 20. the full mm -hmm. impact out of them and plant more than just one. There used to be some people around Melbourne that uh, would only buy one of everything. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It, it, that that uh, characteristic went away on this person. Yeah, no. Well, at least he's not talking about no. it. <laughs> yeah. He and, learned his lesson. And also, monkey-faced pansies. Is that what they're calling them? Yeah. Huh. Uh, <laughs> black. Uh, what the, the, uh, <laughs> that? <laughs> Killing me. <laughs> and the pansies are on sale, too. For, oh, the same thing as the... Uh, Violas, dollar regularly four dollar fifty nine on sale for four for five dollars. Yeah, and if you've never planted the white pansies, I like they they've got that monkey face that Jerry's talking about, but they also <laughs> got the clear they got clear face white pansies and uh, and yellows, yeah, and, uh, all the different colors. But those uh, those whites are really showy. And then, and then the white uh, cycleman too is another spectacular bloom. Yep. Well, guys, I got some bad news for you. No. Something's going on with the blue bonnets. Uh oh. And they, <laughs> they, uh, I'll let y'all diagnose what this is. Okay. Okay. The the asses scarified the seed like they were told mm -hmm. to. Mm hmm. Uh, the seed germinated readily and uh, grew with nice green leaves. And uh, then they transplanted them into the four and a half inch containers and they turned yellow. The seedlings turned yellow. Huh. Not just one or two, but uh, about 30% of the planting turned yellow. And uh, the grower won't sell them or, or won't put them on the market because they got those yellow plants in there. Okay, once a, once a plant germinates, once the seed germinates, and the seedlings are dark green from the nutrients stored in the seed, and then you put them in a, a potting mix commercial potting mix and they turn yellow, what's the problem? Um, <laughs> there, something is something amiss in, the mix. in that mix. Uh, that this, this operation used to use, uh, they make their own mix. Oh. Because the guy that founded the company <laughs> insisted that he would not buy mixes because things could go wrong. Well, what did, what did he know, you know? After 40 years of 50 years of uh, successful growing, and so they decided that that mix, mixing was too much trouble. Oh. So they are buying a commercial mix. Could it be just the wrong? Yes. Uh, pH or something? Or? Yes. Oh. It could be all of that. Okay. Uh, so what's going to happen? <laughs> I don't know. Now, I've been I've been working with them and uh, told them to 
since the plants turned yellow, uh, I told them to uh, use some iron, uh, iron chelates, spray the tops of them. Yeah. Did that last week, middle of the week. They should be sh- showing improvement by now. And then it dawned on me, when a plant turns yellow, it's not always iron. Nitrogen and iron. Nitrogen. No. I, I, I'm going this week. <laughs> I'm going to suggest that they use a, some type of a nitrogen substitute. All right. Really, the best thing to do would be uh, is use something like a Miracle Grow that has a, that has the the, fertile, the uh, nitrogen in there as well as some minor elements. In, cl- in case we're overlooking something like magnesium, uh, that'll turn plants yellow too. So anyway, we're working to try to get them. All right. But he, the the grower says, "Ain't no way I'm sending those over to Trace. <laughs> he he'd have a fit, right?" I, I assume he's looked at the blue bonnets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And with the, they've got yellow yellow plants in there. But anyway, we're okay. working to fix the story. Now, the good news about uh, blue bonnets is they're in four and a half inch. So there's uh, some shelf life. Okay. Yeah, the, it does increase because, you know, blue bonnets in the wild, as we'll do in the container, these are grown outside. And uh, they'll hunker down. We call it, a hunk, you know, get stay small. How did I know he was going to use that word? Uh, huh? How did I know he was going to use that uh, word? He always he's, he's just part of the. I like that. I don't the, know who came up with that. The process is a hunkering. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I guess we've got some time to figure it out. But uh, that's okay, what's good. happening. All right, so we haven't forgotten the blue bonnet. They're not coming at the end of November. I don't think so. Okay. That'd, that'd be awfully hard to do. <laughs> it would be awfully hard to do. <laughs> but we'll, okay. see, we'll see if we can green them up or uh, whatever. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Lots of good questions today. What was uh, author's daughter questioning? She had red oak or something? Yeah, uh, it was a red bud. Red bud. Oh, My first question from her was, Will the deer eat these? Oh, for the things that No, we were standing in front of the cyclamen at the time. Oh. So, so I gave her three suggestions to try. Uh-oh. What are they? Oh. <laughs> Calendulas. Okay. Snapdragons. Oh. Okay. And Dusty Miller. Okay. Oh, okay. Is that what she's got? Well, she's in the process of picking out snaps. Oh, okay. She's got Calendula and Dusty Miller's. So. What if she gets some I Must Garden? Well, I hope she does anyway. Okay. <laughs> but theor- theoretically, she's got a better shot with those three plants than with anything else. Yeah, is she San? So, is she in San Antonio? She has, she, a, she has a house here, I think. Yeah, but, but she has oh pansies. That's what she asked me first. Will mm. the deer eat the pansies? And so I had to tell her, well, you know, sometimes you get a fancy dinner this time of year, and <laughs> well, they'll use a pansy bloom as a garnish. So if you would eat it, why wouldn't they? And just like she had an aha moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Oh, uh, while we before we go to break here, uh, let's discuss the trees you've got. We were kind of discussing. Uh, Calvin talked about the live trees, the fresh cut trees. 
We have the... So we have Frazier in abundance. We have okay. a, a good selection of Nordmans, a good selection of Nobles. Uh, and then there's two other trees that were substitutes. Uh, I have one Grand Fir. Oh, okay. That just kind of showed up as a substitute tree. And there's one other flavor that showed up as a substitute tree. I can't remember the name okay. off the top of my head. So five varieties of trees. There's your uh, zombie. They got yes. Uh, I, I made it. I made it. We 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 yes. got yelled at twice now. All right, that's uh, that was my point. Okay. So and then I think the uh, which is the uh, the more traditional is that the Fraser or the Noble? So Noble is like the Cadillac. Oh, so okay. if you've got big, heavy ornaments, the branch oh. structure on a noble is much more likely to support them. Uh, in my mind, Fraser is the best as far as holding up. Uh, we've actually had some that come back after Christmas that look just as good as when they left. And then the Nordman is what my daughter buys. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one, if you uh, have allergies to Christmas trees, you're much less likely to... Uh, be allergic to that one and in Europe that's like the number one tree in Europe wow is it really yep. okay so and I think it's another testament we've brought this up each time but that people come from Austin to come here because of the Nordmans because it's the tree they can enjoy it is and, okay. uh, and since we do have one grand fir yes uh, I don't know how long that one tree will last but that is I would call it a Martha Stewart tree Oh, okay. So it has a look of a Nordman, so the, the little frowny things kind of weep over. But it does have the most fragrance of pretty much any Christmas tree. So that would be the one that she, when it falls apart, that she sweep Martha Stewart, now, uh-huh. not, not you, no. would sweep up the, the little uh, fur, fur pieces and put it in a pillow. Oh. So the pillow would have a Christmassy smell all year. Okay, very, very cool. All right. I'm going to hit this guy right here. He's the one making him kids. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to quit. I told him, no, he's going to uh. keep driving the train. Oh, okay. <laughs> as long as there's kids, we're going to drive the train. Yeah. The kids are having a great time. We've got a line here, a short line over at the uh, balloon art. and then well, I put stoppers in that. So you'll see an employee in each line. So that What's that? I put an employee in each line so that they would be able to end at one like they're supposed to. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, goodness. We're coming up on that. Okay. So, all right. Uh, let's see. So, we mentioned that. The live wreaths and garlands, which is kind of unique, too. We have, yes. Uh, do Hot we wassel. have? We got uh, Christmas decorations. We do. Okay. And some cool stuff. I saw the Grinch, the big metal Grinch got bought. Well, they found a there, home. There's several. Oh, good. Okay. I like the dog better. I like Max. Uh, I think you Max need, is around you need here. One of each. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, and then we have stuff inside in the Santa and the Christmas boutique. We do, and there are still some uh, angel tree things left. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I forgot about that. I Glad can't you remember how many, but I want to say like five or six. I saw this morning. Okay. Did still anybody left? pick Jerry's name off, or they just left it on there? Yeah, I was. So I was going to ask. Jerry hand wrote his and stuck <laughs> it on the tree, so I, I kind of took that one down. Uh, hey, that's, that's good. Okay. It says pick an angel from our angel tree. So, have, so you don't qualify, Jerry. And have, yeah. I'm right in mention and help support our San Antonio Area of Salvation Army. Yep. 
have made Christmas happen happen for our area's select seniors. That's me. I, I don't think there's any seniors left. I'm here. not sure you're. I'm not sure you're an angel. Uh, I'm not sure that's been used to describe I, you. I, I filed 13. Jerry's angel. Uh, hey, hey, hey. We're gonna take a break and come back in a moment. Right after the news, come on out and visit us. 210-308-8867. Up oh, back after this on 9:30 a.m. The answer. back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're live here at Millburgers 1604 on Bullverde Road and we await your call at 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867. All righty. Uh, what else is going on, gentlemen? Well, Calvin's got a nice article in today's paper. So tomorrow, uh, E3, hey, in section E3. Like, like today. Head, no. We're on the radio. Oh, we're on the radio. That's okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. No, no, no. You're all right. You're all right. <laughs> All right. She, she was nice. She didn't give Calvin the sign. No, that was nice of her. <laughs> but anyway, Calvin's got a nice article about uh, living Christmas trees. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, I was reading Neil Sperry's, uh I guess it was a question and answer. But uh, he talked about several years ago, <laughs> uh, we talked about Afghan pies. And everybody, everybody bought into it. I mean, we're <laughs> from st- from uh, Panhandle to uh, all the way down in the valley. We used to recommend the uh, uh, Afghan pine, and uh, <laughs> they uh, then after ten years into it, they started dying because we thought it was. You know, if it was from Afghanistan, they got alkaline soils, hot and dry. You know, what what could be the difference? Well, the difference was uh, uh, diseases. They, they don't have that oh. kind of diseases uh, that took them, took them out. And they, they didn't take them out. It, it was ten, 10 years seemed to be the, the year that they started declining. Hmm. And uh, we uh, we figured it out finally after 10 years. And we told, uh, we mentioned uh, Charles, uh, used to be manager here. Is he still, is he still alive? Or is he he is. He's, he hasn't passed? He is not. He's probably listening <laughs> to us right now. So you better be careful. Uh-oh. He'd come after you. He will come after you. <laughs> But anyway, uh, he'll text me and go. Would you please hit Jerry for me? <laughs> the, uh, they, uh, they, the mar, they, they quit selling Afghans in, in Mil- at Millburgers anyway, and uh, that again, that's cooperation between uh, local nurseries, hopefully the most nurseries, 
and uh, extension. But uh, anyway, uh, Calvin mentioned the good ones, the ones that are good in there, in his article in today's paper. Uh, uh, I also was reading Neil's article, Neil's uh, question and answer. He said, uh, he said, he said, a title was how to how to get rid of uh, uh, seedling seedling trees sprouts. Um, not sprouts, but uh, the you know the hackberries and those mm-hmm. types of things. Unwanted seedlings. Yeah. Uh, and so Neil shared his secret on how to get rid of them with us. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to have to write Neil. Uh-oh. Tell him he's in the Stone Ages. Oh. So, you know, you a lot and, of digging. <laughs> you and Neil have an interesting relationship. <laughs> I know. He says nothing but good things about you. <laughs> and then every week you pick on him. Well. Most of the time you, when, you agree with see, him. See, Neil is old-time and what are extension. The, what are the seedlings we're trying to get rid of? Just any? Hackberries and oh. all those uh, things that come up, probably uh, Chinese pistache in my neighborhood. Uh, Neil writes, all of that became easier this week when the little trees started turning light green and then yellow. He couldn't find them before. They stood out like beacons in the early morning sunlight, so I hired my guys back, and we attacked them in my time-proven way. Mm-hmm. Start by grasping the trunk of the seedling tree with a handy pair of pliers. Oh, okay. Do so when the soil is very wet. Yeah, you would love that job, Milton. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling that it's not going to be quite as easy as it sounds. <laughs> oh, it's not. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think about the pliers. That's a good idea. Yeah. The, only, the only one that's relatively easy are the privets. Yeah. <laughs> We pulled the seedlings with pliers. It it helped that the D- Dallas-Fort Worth and our landscape had six-plus inches of rain over Thanksgiving weekend. By snagging the tiny trunks right at the ground line and pulling trees straight up, they came out like carrots one after another. Mm-hmm. Tree has uh, The trees tree has been successfully pulled straight up with pliers. You can see the root system, it's already begun to develop. This is about the last chance to use my old pull them with pliers trick. I came up with tech, this technique on pecans in my Mondo grass bed. One of the guys preferred to use needle nose pliers. But it's, it's, it's all in whatever technique works best for you. I hope this is helping your gardening efforts. It's been a big help for me over the years. Now, what do we do down here, Melton? Um, cut vine and stump killer? There you go. You don't... Uh, 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 sometimes those things, those seedlings are hard to pull out. <laughs> A lot of times. I love them. Yeah. Sometimes? Okay. <laughs> but, uh, so what do we do... I don't. I don't think Neil never mentioned cut vine stump killer. I thought he did once. 
I don't, no. I don't think so. I don't know. I, well, I, I don't remember it either because each time when I think he's, this is an ideal place for him to right. introduce it, he just comes well, up with the, something like the players. I think, uh, is that a green, uh, that's not a green light. Uh, I'm thinking of a Furlong product, I wonder. What, what that? I think a lot of, there's a couple different Yeah, Furlong's fur one of them. Is that right? Okay. But anyway... <laughs> We've been we've been quit don't pull them up, just cut them cut them off, whether they're dormant or living, and it takes a two two person to do it, uh, one to cut them, yeah, make the cut, and one to dab the uh, cut surface immediately with a cut vine and stump killer. It'll take them out of. Uh, Take them out of Asian jasmine, and take them out of ground covers, and take them out of near near uh, established shrubs. And it even works in even rose roses, beds. Even in roses, and it kills them to the ground. And, but don't and, do this with your oak sprouts. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I doubt if it even affect oak sprouts. Wow, it won't. It won't. Those oak sprouts, <laughs> pretty tough. I've I've sprayed uh, testing it. I've sprayed uh, ground covers like Asian jasmine directly on with uh, cut vine stump killer, and it doesn't move through the plant, move into the root system through the plant, or through in the root system of other plant, more desirable plants that is planted next to. It. So uh, uh, we do. It, it has a, a remedy in it, which is deadly on uh, cut uh, on plants. But uh, so we tested it on to see tested it ne- next to <laughs> next to. Uh, They're okay. Oh man, that come on, messing the situation uh, up. Okay. But anyway, that, I'm gonna have to send that to Neo. Mm-hmm. And say, please get in the twentieth or twenty-first century, please. Oh, that'll make Neil happy. Uh, <laughs> why don't you call him on your flip phone <laughs> and ask him to? All right, good one, Mel. Good one. Uh, um, you didn't happen to get my email about calling Larry, did you? Yeah. Oh, I deleted it. Okay. We got to find out for, uh, for next, Marty about next week. Is that what he said? Well, no, I, Jerry forgot. No, I, I had called him even before Milton asked me, and he had, he did some uh, work with those. With oh, really? Oils. And uh, he said the ones being sold locally, I mean commercially, yeah, are not as good a quality as the ones that are produced in Texas. Ooh. And uh, he sent me two places that are are selling the oil. Okay. And Marty, uh, are you listening? <laughs> and uh, he said he says the problem, the deal is, they is very expensive. Yes. And they don't have a lot of oil. They don't do a lot of people don't do them. Uh, but anyway, he uh, he said the the improved natives. Uh, I mean, improved uh, pecans 
brew varieties of pecans, especially Sioux, which is the prettiest pecan there is, uh, make the best oil. Oh, okay. And but the and the problem is they they have them for they sell the oil at these uh, roadside markets and things. Right. Uh, that the uh, what are you, farmers markets. Yeah, farmers market. That's the problem. Where, and which they sell out rapidly. So they they can't make enough. <laughs> oh. Even though it's expensive. Yeah, it's not cheap. It's uh, it was about I don't remember a bunch of cup. Yeah. Eight ounces. Oh, yeah. there goes a tree. Hi, tree. <laughs> Enjoy Christmas. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I talked to Dr. Stein, and he would love for us to call him. Next week. Uh, yeah. I I thought he he said he could do it this week. Thanks. But I, I thought with all this Christmas direction, Christmas deal going on, that maybe we ought to wait till next week. Okay, we'll wait till next week. So I think he's gonna call. We're supposed to call him Saturday. Okay. At Eleven o'clock. No, we can't call him at eleven. I mean, uh, at one, one, o'clock? one o'clock. One o'clock. Okay. Yeah, one o'clock. All right, that'd be very exciting. I hope it works out. Yeah, and he sent me the location of those old people who are producing the oil. Oh, good. And I swear I printed it out, but I can't. Find okay. It. Well, you have to email it to me so I can. Uh, I'll bring it with me. You won't have to worry about it. What? <laughs> but uh, okay. also, I can go like, maybe go by and, uh, I don't know, the expensive part gets yeah, me. Yeah, you can't afford it, man. Okay. If you have to ask how much it is. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Yep. What do you suppose that's about? Oh, I think that's uh, for the camera. That's Santa's stuff. Oh. For the pictures. Oh. That was for the lighting. You mean he had artificial lighting? That is amazing. And he's got elves that work for him. <laughs> Calvin says, uh, in his This Week in the Garden, he says, Fire ants favor containers and raised beds for their underground homes. I bet that's where they are now. I thought they'd been killed or left Texas. No, <laughs> they just hopped, hopped they, on I-10. They still and, find me. Yeah. <laughs> You don't have to use hamburger meat. Huh? Uh, <laughs> they can be c- controlled with acephate or use spinosad in soil that are used to grow vegetables. Yeah, they like the containers, of course, because they yeah. moisture in there. But then, then raised beds, the same thing. If you're gardening, yeah, that's a pretty comfortable place for them, usually. Yeah. And if if you bring in your containers for the winter, and you find out once you get them in the house that you got fire ants, probably the best thing to treat those with is uh, acephate in the house. And uh, yeah, Calvin recommends that here. Mm-hmm. So they can control with acephate in the house. No, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> Why not? The, the the plants will stay in the house, and you will leave. <laughs> Contain, it, containers of, are. I bet it gets small the containers like he's talking about. <laughs> well, almost anything will control them. Oh yeah, but uh, outside, acephate and uh, spinosad are the best. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, 
for prepare for below freezing cold spells by assembling the fabric and heat sources necessary to protect cold sensitive plants that can be sheltered in warm structures. You know, I was so uh, surprised the uh, well one of those uh, lumber yards uh, McCoys. Yeah, yeah. They had did you see their their sales pamphlet that uh-uh. came They got half a page about uh uh, heat, heat source for mechanics lights oh. and for poultry. Oh, great! And non-lead heat sources. <laughs> it's just like they've been reading our articles, or they, <laughs> it, it's a bigger issue than than uh, some people make. Uh, yeah, you were, was that in today's paper? No, they. It was in, in their uh, publication they sent out a week ago. Uh, yeah, ads, 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 yeah, yeah, really a. But I'll, I'll try to remember to bring it because it's it's a, it's a clever little uh, advertising <laughs> thing. But you want to do your pre- preparation for cold sensitive plants, and that may include uh, cyclamen too. Uh, you want to do that when it's not cold. Yeah. Oh, this week. <laughs> yeah, this great. week will be per when it's it's seventies. You probably sweat a little. But uh, you, your plants won't freeze when the freeze comes. I, I don't get it. You think we're going to have another freeze, Cal? Oh, yeah. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, it's not even, <laughs> it's barely December. I wouldn't even, uh, yeah. 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 That, uh, it just remind us that what, what happened the last two years in February. No, not going to be that way. That was 300-year freezes. Twice in a row, huh? Yeah. <laughs> As a result of the hot and dry weather this spring and summer, branches on large shade trees have frequently broken off in response to wind and other pressures. Uh, killing me. I'd, sh- I'd shoot the tires out on that thing if I could. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I had a big, a fairly big branch all off my uh, live oak in the front yard. I got an email from a listener that says, what's causing all these branches to break? <laughs> oh, wow. And uh, But yeah, all, all over my neighborhood, too. And uh, oaks, which I don't... Uh, cedar elms. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, uh, china berries. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, even... Um, Oh, Mex- Mexican sycamores. Oh, yeah. They're showing a yeah. few. Sica- yeah. Sycamores, have a, they're kind of weak-wooded anyway. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, I'd, never, I'd seen a lot of branches, large branches, fall from my uh, red oak in the backyard. But this is the first time I've seen a larger limb on my live oak. Of course, pecans all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that's where I, I get my firewood. Doctor Stein is a pecan orchard, and he says I got wood anytime you want it because I, he's always sawing up uh, wood branches that have fallen off the year. And the neat thing about those is they're usually hot, dry wood, so they burn real good. So Susan emailed me. Do, can we, are we at a breaking point where I can tell yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Susan wants to know, 
I'm planting a brown, a, a brown turkey fig. Should it be protected from the cold? Hey, I think Susan uh, emailed me that, too. Oh, okay. Uh, let's, did she say where she is? No. Okay. Uh, I think she's up north a little bit. I mean, it's still in Texas, but... Uh, uh, no, brown, the brown turkey has probably lost all its leaves now. Okay. And uh, I, I'd probably go ahead and plant that thing straight in the ground. It will, uh, if it gets extremely cold, that's below 20. Never get that cold here, would it? Uh, no. Not since last <laughs> two Februarys ago. The... Uh, uh, it's possible that it might freeze some of the new wood off, but those figs are uh, are uh, uh, rooted cuttings. In other words, they're brown turkey from the top to the bottom, to the bottom of the root system. So if you lose a little of the top of brown turkey, it'll it'll come back true. And brown turkey, if it's the true brown turkey, uh, the uh, it will. Uh, it can have fruit the first year from from the ground, sprout from the ground. There's a, that's only one or two, three, one or two figs, of varieties that'll do that. So I, I would tell her if she's got a place, go ahead and plant it out. Okay. okay. Susan, hope you heard that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. And Susan just emailed me, Milton, at klup.com. So uh, if you do, I'll try to catch that uh, that email every now and then now. that uh, That's the thing that's happening at Milton at klup.com. All right, back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. It's the big Millburgers traditional Christmas open house. Uh, kicks, it's uh, off for today now, but you're welcome to come by and check out the Christmas trees and stuff. And uh, kicks in tomorrow again from 11 to 1. Oh, the, the everything is shut down? Well, I mean, it's not shut down. It's just <laughs> yeah, I mean, the yeah. balloon and balloon. the face painting is, is gone for the day, but no, it's back here tomorrow. Those kids love those balloons. Yeah, they do. And they were do. beating and each Milton, other up with those balloons. Does. Yeah. <laughs> well, what did you got last? Got last? a hippo. Hippo, yeah. A hippo and a pickup truck. <laughs> they, they know what they're doing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really is amazing. It's pretty that candy cane thing that she mm-hmm. was making today. And... Uh, it was kind of sad when little yeah, boy, popped. <laughs> little I don't boy know if you fell out of the air. bushes. <laughs> no. uh, okay, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Millburgers uh, have got the, uh, the best selection and the most spectacular uh, poinsettias mm. in town. Yep. And they they may be one of the one of the only places 
that you can get them by this particular poinsettia because the person that's or the outfit that's growing them may not grow them next year uh they're kind of going out of business but uh they've got some they 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 took orders early in the year back in july i guess and guess who uh, bought most of them out? Well, I'm going to guess Trace. There you go. <laughs> almost, but, almost put me in a pinch. <laughs> oh. I, I how, needed, do you, how do you spell that word? P-I-N-C-H. A pinch? Pinch. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm trying to look to see whether... Oh, here they are. Uh, more than tradition, poinsettias are a must for Christmas decorating and gift giving. And ours is still going strong. Uh, yeah. It's got the little red uh, leaves on it, which uh, is kind of fun. Yeah. Florist and premium quality. That's the key. Okay. Uh, these are probably the best poinsettias in Texas. Uh, starting at six ninety nine. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason they say starting at is because they've got everything but the small, very small, uh, all the way up to the great big, uh, I guess, seven and a half or ten inch. Yeah, I hope they wonder if they still have the hanging baskets. Those are pretty. Yeah, they're spectacular. Thank you, Calvin. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. Santa just brought us some popcorn. Thank you, Santa. Oh, and Santa got himself another wassail. <laughs> I can smell it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the the poinsettia, yeah. And uh, I'm I've decided I'm not gonna put uh, pictures of uh, poinsettias on the front page of PlantAnswers.com. Uh, I'm going. If you if you want to see pretty poinsettia images, uh, you've got to go get get on plantanswers.com. Go to the information index on the front page. It lists a bunch of subject matter, and go down to uh, the P's, and it's got poinsettia and Christmas tree care. You're gonna do an article? Well, you've done them in the past. All Calvin's articles uh, about Christmas uh, poinsettia and Christmas tree care are on PlantAnswers.com. So you can put you can put that in the search engine, which is the right column as you open the front page, and uh, you'll find his old articles and and my some of my articles on poinsettia care. And then under under that, in alphabetical order, it says poinsettia images. So I want you to, uh, if you want to see some pretty poinsettias uh, in large growing areas, uh, you can click on that and see those. Rather than putting uh, those on the front page, which I usually do, uh, as a, I'm going to, Put the uh, blue bonnet pictures that uh, we took uh, this last spring, uh, 
uh, on uh, uh, on a section uh, called uh, 2022 uh, Poinsettia image. I mean, uh, blue bonnet images, and uh, have those in the and have the those in the information index or in the uh, yeah the information index. But anyway, uh, look those up if you want to see some pretty poinsettia image. And then I have a few questions. And uh, I got yeah. I got bad news, Matthew. No, what are you doing? It's like the bearer of bad news. <laughs> Neil has uh, old poinsettia information. Oh, jeez. All right, you you need to call Neil. Neil. <laughs> If you're right, Neil is embarrassing himself. It's up to you to call him. Well, all over the state. Okay. <laughs> it says. Uh, what is Neil saying? We'll have. I'm going to get Neil on the phone one of these we'll, days. <laughs> Let him talk to you. We'll have a que- I have a question for you. What color are poinsettia flowers? All right. What color are they? Um, I don't know. All of them are yellow. Oh, are they yellow? Okay. That's a trick question. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, because the leaves are the color. Yeah. The leaves are the bracts of the color, and the points that are flowers are right in the middle of where the leaves come together. Uh, uh, Neil says they're little (laughs) taco-shaped, taco-shaped things. In the center of the showy floral bracts, you can see the true poinsettia flowers in the center of the black bracts. Now, it's important that you know where the flowers are. Because when you buy a poinsettia, for them to last the longest, you want those flowers to be not open yet. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, and uh, because when they open the the bracts and uh, floral display de- deteriorates, okay. And so all po- all poinsettia flowers are the same color, which is yellow. I was trying to trick you up. Okay, no, I, I I caught it. Did you do it? <laughs> but wait, what is the what is the antiquated information? <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's see. The poinsettia, he, he writes, uh, poinsettias are photoperiodic. Okay. And that I mean, don't know what that means. That means, Neil says, okay. that they measure the length of a dark period to determine when it's time to come into flower. They used to. They used to. Oh. Actually, like mums, kolachos, and kolachos. Isn't that what you eat? The dessert? It's kolachis. Oh, okay. I knew something like that. They're probably related. Uh, Chris, uh, porn said <laughs> is uh, produce a flower inducing hormone that is destroyed by light. Just a few minutes exposure to light in the middle of the night. And keep a poinsettia crop from coming into bloom. Poor Neil. 
that's that's old extension information. Well, that's what we used to. Yeah. Yeah, y'all used to give the advice. They had to shove them in a closet. There you go. You remember that, dude. And never open the door. And And people put them in the closet, left them in there for four or five months. (laughs) The whole idea is to put them in there at nightfall. Well, no, before nightfall. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So they would get a short day exposure. But anyway, I believe... I'll have to double-check this because I know Neil checked this out. I don't believe people are bell- uh, growers or black cloth. And they, used, they used to have a deal in their greenhouse where a large black cloth was set on a timer to cover the plants on from above at night. Oh, okay. So they get a, a short-day exposure. Now, that's when... Back in the old days, that's when uh, they, that that's true about if they got got a exposure to light in the middle of the night, they they wouldn't wouldn't ever color oh, wow. up. Okay. But these and that's really true on uh, Easter lilies. I mean, they're I think they may still be doing black cloth and Easter lily because they are very sensitive to that. But uh, back, back in the old days, back in the old days, I think they have increased, they have improved them so they don't black cloth them anymore. So anyway, things change, Milton. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to call Neil and tell him? <laughs> and, and here's one good thing he says. He says, Many of the plants in this family, poinsettias included, exude a white latex sap if they're cut. That's true. That latex can be very irritating to some, so take precaution not to get it on your hands or in your eyes. That's probably good advice. <laughs> and that's I never noticed it. Have you through the years? No. Some, some people must be more sensitive. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that's why I put that in there. And then he says, research done at Ohio State almost 50 years ago proved that poinsettias are not poisonous to human beings. Wow. Uh, Was that when Jerry, is that where you ate the... Yeah. Again, the latex may be irritating, but it is not poisonous. Some crazy horticulturists used to eat them on television. He doesn't say that. (laughs) I kind of threw that in. Okay. But uh, every year, because we've got so many questions about it to the end of the office, I'm not having a poinsettia because my dog eats them. If I got the call, I would say, first of all, you need to train your dog. Have you ever had a dog that's inclined towards poinsettia? No. I haven't either. Mm. But uh, some people love the little... Little, I guarantee you, most of them are small dogs. But uh, I, I could train them not to eat that poinsettia. Big stick. Oh man, <laughs> That's, you, you're using antiquated dog training techniques. All right. What do you do? Put an electric car on them? No, you do. There are different training methods now. What? 
Uh, we're not we're not in this isn't Milberger's <laughs> dog training South Texas. It's gardening, so we'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. You My little chili, you. we sit down together at the dining room Do you? table uh, <laughs> and discuss the issue. Good for y'all. See, Calvin's got the right idea. All right. Are we uh, up for, up for a break? You, you promised me you were going to tell me that message? Someday, yes. <laughs> when, when you're old enough. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 with your gardening question. Back after this with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. You're live. Uh, we're live here. What's that? Who is that? As asleep at the wheel. Oh, Santa loves to boogie. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Still time to get those calls in and get some questions answered. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I wonder what the rain You don't know what the rain was because we didn't get much rain, although we got, like, drizzle, 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 well, fog, fog, quite fog. Quite a variation, but I think the official was only 0. 0.1. Oh. What? No, 0. 0.1. Doesn't... The, la- the last one, the last at that Why did airport. I hear an inch... Oh, no, is this for a little over an inch? Was that for November or? Yeah, maybe it was. <laughs> oh, here, I'll, I'll look that up. Okay. Uh, but anyway, it it <laughs> well, the, it was interesting rain. I mean, it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen rain fall that long, that small a mile. Yeah. It was like a mist, a, a min- fog. Like a northern like a Minnesota kind of rain. Is that right? Yeah, in the fall. We had Yankee rain. Uh. You know, just uh, (laughs) not a huge amount, but it just kept the soil. Of course, yeah, they got a lot more soil, too. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, we're still... My rescue grass is just coming up so beautifully. Is it really? Across the whole yard, yeah. Is that kind of a dark green, real feathery? Yeah, yeah I, and see, it looks, I see that in the neighborhood. Uh, it's hard to believe that it'd be, it gets coarse later when it when it's go to see. Yeah, yeah, you always kind of suspect it's uh, annual bluegrass, but uh, but it'll it, if you keep mowing it, it'll stay that way for quite a while. Yeah, I don't see my bluegrass yet in my yard. Yeah, I don't uh, see. Got anything else? Uh. Uh-uh. How about your uh, wildflowers, Milton? Are they up? I got a peek and see. Uh, but Laura said they were. This was a, a week or so ago that they were sprouting. Huh. Oh, so good! I got to go look at them. Yeah, this should be good weather for them. Yeah. Uh, interesting thing in my front yard, which I haven't watered, and it's got one of those big uh, bare spots in there that's come up with the uh, oak sprouts. Yeah. But around the Around the edges where it gets sun, that's my Saint Augustine is coming back. It's it's coming back in in little cl- in uh, clusters, uh, not clusters, clumps. It's clumps, yeah, 
clumps and uh, where the sun where the sun hits it and that's the original floor tam that I planted 40 years ago oh my gosh never been watered huh that's hard to grasp that's to beat. <laughs> but it's it's coming back uh, I thought it was gone but it, it's deep rooted you know we find that mm-hmm. out in your your test out there uh, now if you were 50 miles further north it probably wouldn't be coming back or like the what is kind of, kind of the, the Austin is Austin kind of the the limit of the expectation on on uh, well that's what the the experts the experts say but uh you know they said it, it's more it's more cold tolerant more cold sensitive and for 40 years and three record breaking cold snaps yeah it's coming back but just in here in the San Antonio area Jerry's bragging on his floor tam yeah which is very hard to find now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. So a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the fields are turning from Floratam to Provista. Is that the one that we were talking about? Yeah. It's an offshoot of Floratam, just as drought tolerant, more shade tolerant, and it's Roundup ready. Yeah. Jerry hasn't watered his Floratam in forty years. <laughs> Ever. Sounds well, like he, me. I'm not sure it's been around forty years. Oh. Yeah, it is. Maybe in his yard. That was one of the one of the one of the first things uh, I, when I moved down here. Uh, Thurman Kennedy used to be the county agent here in Barracan, and he was he had gotten some uh, of the original Floratam uh, in, and wanted me to plant it in the front yard and uh, see how I would see how I would do. And uh, he so, said, so Jerry heard free grass. Yeah. Uh, and in those days, he could actually young enough to plant it. So I can see <laughs> where that went. Well, I had and, your, and, I had kids back in those young kids. And he said, "Don't water it now. Let's see if it does." Yeah. Jerry's taken that advice for forty years. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it, it's coming back. I'm surprised. Uh, and if it, if it was gonna freeze anywhere, it'd froze here. After that hard free, I wonder. But I'm going to wonder if it's going to spread after, from those little clumps. I wonder how far north. I mean, uh, it's been planted as far north as Austin, but yeah. I wonder how far. Well, the sod farms south. themselves had cold damage mm. uh, two years ago, so, mm. uh, and that's much more south than here. Oh gosh, yeah. Yep. We saw somebody brought in one of the um, uh, angel tree gifts. Yes, a whole whole box full. A whole lot of what? whole box full. Oh, good. Did they get any seniors? When do they have to bring it in by? Do you remember? Well, yes and no. We put a sticker by the 5th. Okay, that's Monday. But I think it's actually being picked up on the 8th. Oh, okay. Now, what is that? 5th, 6th, 7th? That's Thursday. Okay, so just bring it in, or uh, bring bring it in, and um, the few that aren't picked, we uh, will uh, 
Stacy will run down and, and buy them. Oh, okay. Some equivalent. Good deal. All right. Does that go for the seniors, too? You're no. not on there, Jerry. No. What? Apparently, Santa took Every year. Santa pulled your name right off. <laughs> <laughs> Every year. I was so excited when I saw oh, look, the there's senior. there's some more. You did not make the nice list. <laughs> oh, boy. Are those people bringing them in, or were they, uh, I mean, I know those are employees, but is that because they brought them in today? The people just brought them in, and then we have to put them in those special bags. Oh, okay. That oh. are provided by the Salvation Army. And then we carry them upstairs so that they're all out of the way until the 8th. And then we haul them all back down when yeah. they when the guy gets here. I think that was that TV that one senior wanted. Poor Jerry. <laughs> His face Jer- just dropped. Jerry had a new TV since <laughs> color came out. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, Jerry's got the rabbit ears. Has to slap <laughs> it every now and then. Yeah, they've improved rabbit ears. <laughs> Have you they? Know that? Yeah. Yeah. Now, well, Big now you're time. now you're getting digital signal. No. <laughs> you're no longer getting analog. There you go. And it is nicer. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. You want to talk a little bit about you tomorrow? Can also so we got we got put, some. Put your flip phone up there. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah and it'll. Another re- question about the, the Christmas presents. Oh, okay. What, what, uh, what is the price range in uh, on the Angel Tree? There is no price range. So my wife went all out. Uh, <laughs> some people go all out. Some people buy just what they ask for. Yeah. Oh, say so there. So there are the little cards that say what they would like. They're, yeah, they're tra- they, they say what they like, and then they also have like clothing size listed in case you want to go up and beyond. Yeah, I, ju- I just asked for money. <laughs> Five dollar bill. So easy to be wrapped up. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not having any luck with the customers that says, "Is that uh, where you pay?" No, that's not working. Uh, and I say. If you're paying cash, yeah. You'd, you'd be happy with a half bottle around it. <laughs> yeah, he would be. That's true. Or uh, Osmocote uh, Plus. No, that's too expensive. Oh, you will? That's round true. <laughs> Don't put that on the on your little Christmas angel. I'm, I'm going to go find a store-use bottle of Roundup that's a quarter full. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe give him that for Christmas. Oh, it'll be I'll, touching. I'll appreciate it. You can but, get him something for spider mites. <laughs> <laughs> that they no longer make. Uh, now it's in my garage. Oh, okay. Did you, did you hear? No, did you, I'm not getting rid of it. You're not getting rid of it? Okay. <laughs> Do you hear our discussion on Poinsettia as well? Absolutely not. Did you know what color Poinsettia flowers are? Yellow. That's right. He didn't even all, blink. All of them are yellow. All Poinsettia flowers are yellow. I had to think about it. Yeah, because you're, you're so <laughs> used like to the color a, being. That sounds like it's a sneaky question. Yeah. yeah. It is. I, I found that interesting, too. That's a good way. To, so what color are Bougainville flowers? They're the same, too, I guess. No, they're, they're white. white. I was going to say yeah. white. I was. You got white. the right Cream answer. white, though. <laughs> at Bougainville at the entrance. Oh. Still hanging in there. I'm surprised it came back from two years ago. <laughs> yeah, but uh, after last week's wind and rain, actually on Saturdays with all the wind, all the petals were <laughs> throughout your driveway. The little purple petals. Yeah. I took some uh, or bracts. I stopped and took some pictures of it a couple of weeks ago, and uh, 
that color didn't come through on my digital camera. In hmm. other words, it it wasn't as purple as the flower as the plant was, the bracts were, but uh, it's it's still pretty. And I, I got a picture of the of the yellow uh, thryallus in the foreground, and uh, that point that bougainvillea, yeah, uh, in the background. What did we determine? Was that a cedar elm over there? Yeah. We, no, did we? Yeah. Traced it. Yeah. That, that cedar. It was kind of the one that's yellow and half. Yeah. Empty of leaves or yeah. cedar elm? Yeah. Is that, is that um, oh, um, what's, what's the parasite? Uh, uh, is that a, a par- the parasite growing in there? Yes. Okay. Oh, mistletoe? Mistletoe, yeah. You know we sell mistletoe. Oh, okay. <laughs> we had the wind take down a couple of really big branches, and it, it doesn't quite do so well fresh. Oh. we we got to get dried. I was trying to think. Professionally this, this one always has mistletoe or used to. Um, all right, we got just about a minute left, Trace. We got what's going on tomorrow? Uh, Santa again. From all right. Every, everything's from eleven to one. Right. So Santa. That's what I wanted. Face to painting, balloon art, and the train. Mm-hmm. Wassail all day, coffee yeah. all day. Okay. Popcorn sometimes. <laughs> Cool. So eleven to one. That's what a woman was asking us. So I wanted to to, to reiterate that. And I think I convinced Mary to make the popcorn the way everybody wants it, not the way she wants us to eat it. Oh, how does she, she want uses, us to? She uses less butter and less salt than it oh. comes with. Oh, Jerry's. Well, at least you don't use that movie pop. I, I was I was grimacing at movie butter pop, movie butter. Popcorn butter. It's kind of. He ran it for me. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. All right. We are going to begin to wrap it up for today. Head on over to Mill Burgers to find that perfect Christmas tree. They've got plenty of them. And uh, join us back here tomorrow at the nursery at 1604 in Boulevardy Road, Cyclamen Central. Lots of great stuff. Uh, we'll talk about more of that tomorrow. And Trace, you need your gift, your gift list so we can begin talking about that. Although Calvin's going to write about that tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.